Chow. This is Rel Jackson. I'm a brand ambassador for Magical Pose. Magical Pose is a clothing line for men, women, and most teens. You can find them on Instagram, Magical Pose, M-A-G-I-C-A-L-P-O-S-E. You can find them online at MagicalPose.com, M-A-G-I-C-A-L-P-O-S-E.com. And you can even Google search Magical Pose Apparel and find their website that way. Now, due to COVID, you may experience some shipping delays from 7 to 14 days. Be advised, all orders will be shipped within 3 to 5 days after processing. Your, your first email is with the confirmation and receipt. Your second email is when it's shipped with tracking information. Free shipping on all orders, $150 or more. No promo code needed. Feel free and check out their catalog. They have things ranging from women's bodycon dresses, candy painted women's twist front tanks, zipper pouch, jackets, backpacks, crop top windbreakers, t-shirts, hoodies. And if you want a discount with the Magical Pose because you're with Rel Jackson, use discount code MPREL333. M-P-R-E-L-333. Thank you for shopping with Magical Pose. I hope you like what you get. Feel free. Hit me back. Let me know what you think. And I will see you guys later. Bye. Hey, babe. This is Rel. Welcome to the back of the classroom. Today, we're talking about a better understanding. Uh, first, I'd like to uh, highlight a website I found out to be very informative. And that's blackdemographics.com. Blackdemographics.com. They got a lot of... Uh, Positive information there. And they have stats. So it's not like anybody's personally giving their their ideology or what they think. This is strictly information that was gathered, collected, and put together for uh, you know people to go ahead and use as a resource. So they have marital statuses since a lot of people think oh you know black people don't get married sure we do in fact it says 15 years and older of all uh, African Americans 32% married and uh, that's a black men and compared to all of the people in the United States 48% are married so those are good numbers then it says, uh, where we got never married, 52% of all the United States. That's 34%. They talk about black marriage in 2017, black interracial marriage, black men more likely to be married than white men. 
the war on drugs and its effects on black marriages in the 1980s and 1990s. A lot of good information. They talk about population, state population rank, state population rank, city population rank, population by region, male statistics, women statistics. They deal with household. We went over black marriage. They talk about housing, middle class, poverty, and talk about income, talk about economics, um, employment rate, unemployment rate, black owned businesses. Talk about education. The education attainment, elementary and high school education, college and universities. They talk about school violence and crime. They also go over culture and geograph- geography. They talk about politics, religion and statistics, African-American ethnic heritage, African-American DNA, migration, segregation, African immigration, crime. They also talk about health, obesity, abortion, HIV and AIDS. Again, great resource. I recommend people check it out. You know, update your knowledge. Let's not go with hearsay. All too many times I hear, well, you know what they say. And people can't really reference. They can't can't share their references. They don't know who to reference. They'll just go, they. Who is they? Like, give me some information. What if I want to follow up with you on what is it you're saying? Let's say our conversation is cut short. I would like the opportunity to talk to you or look into it, get some more information. And then I can, you know, come back at you later on with some more information or some details or at least my point of view. Because at the end of the day, everything you read, everything you see is based on your point of view. What you've gone through, what your experiences were, helps you form a decision based on what you read, what you see, what you're experiencing. And since everyone's had a different walk of life, it would only make sense that your point of view would be different than others. The point of this podcast is to have those conversations. Let's get to know one another. Let's get to understand each and every person's point of view because we'll all learn from one another and we'll grow together as a people and we'll better have an understanding with one another as we move forward in other areas in life. So it's good to have a baseline. Let's have something we can all agree on. Understand the definition, the terms and what all these different things mean. And then when we move forward, we can have that baseline and use it as a staple to having a better understanding on all the other things that we come into contact with. So definitely check that out. And even when it comes to let's talk about the books we read, right? Every book you've read is a person's understanding. It's their perspective. And when you read to someone and then you give them your interpretation of it, I say, let them read, let them hold, let them get the book and then let them form their opinions on what they read, how they see it. Form a book club. Everybody buys a book. Sit down, get a good read, and then come together and then discuss what you've figured out, what you've thought, how you see things. What is it you think that person was trying to illustrate in their story? Because truly enough, it's not like they're talking to you and telling you, oh, this is why I said what I said and this is why I'm doing what I'm doing. But 
having that experience, having that time to read a book, understand what's being said, understand the illustrations, understand the situations, the characters that the book is based on or going through and how they choose to handle it. You can pick apart different parts of it that you can build on. So we could talk about, well, I wouldn't have done it this way. I would have done it that way. It was interesting to see somebody do something a certain way that is outside the range of what I would have done. And then each and every person inside of your book club can sit there and give their own perspective. And what that does is that gives you the opportunity to learn something new from somebody else. You couldn't have been there for everyone's experiences, nor could you be that person during them having that experience. So you'd want to give that person opportunity just to share with you their experiences, share with you their point of view, share with you the things that they see the way that they see it. So you can better understand them. And the more you understand them, the more you can kind of understand yourself, because then you get to see someone's different perspective and see how different you are or how similar you are or just how you might not have thought of certain things. And I'm like, wow, you never thought of that. And that's because everyone who grew up in life, we all have the same 24 hours in a day. The differences, the examples you had, the decisions you made, what you learned from those experiences and how you apply them in your everyday life. So you can take your life situation and compare it to somebody else's. Understand how different you are and then also understand some of the similarities. All too often, people are more concerned with how different you are instead of focusing on how similar you are. We're all, we all have similarities just as much as we would have differences. But those similarities is what keeps us together. The differences is what people are allowing to keep you separated from others. To change your focus. Focused on the wrong thing. Let's not focus on how different we are. Let's focus on how much we have in common. And the book club is just one other way of, you know, interpreting and figuring out these differences and these similarities. I mean, a lot of people watch sports. They have their favorite teams and they have their reasons. And a lot of men come together just to watch sports and be competitive and have these conversations with one another. And they enjoy it. Even when it comes to clothes, when it comes to fashion, when it comes to electronics and gadgets and um, theater, books, movies, TV shows. Working out, health, all these different subjects and topics and different things that people can focus on. Your perspective is so unique. You're going to come and bring something new to the table. Somebody might have a better idea and you might forget all about yours and want to focus on theirs. That's okay. It's okay to still speak on what it is you were thinking. Bring that to the table. Give people an understanding of how you think so people can work with you in a manner in which is best suited for you. Like give everyone the opportunity to understand and get to know you. Everyone is so different and it's very easy to believe people think the way you think. I've been known to say I don't believe in this common sense. Let me explain. If your mother and father raised you and you do not agree with everything that they say, then there can't be anything. There can't be common sense because the people who raised you and groomed you, who brought you to where you are today, 
the way you rationale things would be the way they rationale things. And if you and your parents don't see things the same way, then there can't be common sense, in my opinion, because the person who raised you is the one who's giving you all the information that you have. But at some point in time, you paid attention to what was going on outside. You listened to other people. You started forming your own opinions. You started forming your own method of doing things the way you want to do it. Now, of course, some people would still suggest common sense would suggest you do certain things a certain way. But you make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. What do you grab first, the peanut butter or the jelly? Some people would say different. What kind of bread do you use? Do you keep the ends? Do you not keep the ends? All those preferences would have to change the way you view common sense. Some people don't like it. So how would common sense apply to them? How do you cut it? And you cut your sandwich at an angle or you cut it straight down. What common sense suggests it's supposed to be a certain way or we're going to go with it's your preference. I believe there's preferences out over the outcomes dictates. There can't be common sense. It just to me, it doesn't work. It doesn't fit. I just think it's a phrase that's used to say, well, more people would agree you should do it this way instead of the other way. But you don't live that person's life. You live your life for you. So what works for you might not work for everybody else. So why put the things you do on a scale compared to everyone else when everyone else can't live your life? Even when it comes to the way you want to be treated, you're so unique as an individual You treat people the way you want to be treated only so you can show by example. You can't expect everybody to treat you the way you treat them. That's not that might not be how they was brought up. Everybody see things differently. Their level of mannerisms and professionalism is all different. What you can do is tell people how you want to be treated. What you can do is tell people the way you want to be spoken to and the people who don't Go with the way you tell them you want to be treated. You have the option of walking away. Don't deal with them. Same thing you was told when you was younger. Oh, well, you apologize. The person didn't accept your apology. Or you can't be friends. Walk away. Leave them alone. Don't say anything to them. Mind your business. Do what you got to do. Let them do them over there. And you do your thing over there. It's that simple. Some reason as an adult, those things just went out the window. We feel like you're compelled to tell somebody how you feel about what they did and didn't do might not be your place to do that. But if you do take it upon yourself to express those things, don't feel like that person doesn't have a right to respond. The same way how you feel like if somebody tells you something, you can respond. Same thing for that person. And then don't feel like because your children or because someone's younger does not have a right to speak up and say anything, their age doesn't dictate their ability to feel and to not like something. If you say something they don't agree with or like, they have a right to say something and bring it back to your attention. Just be level-headed and understand, regardless of the age, the person has feelings, they're an individual, they see things a certain way, they feel things a certain way, and you got to hear them out. So when you start shutting people down and telling them, you give them the impression what they think, what they feel don't matter. And then when they shut down, you're missing out on understanding someone and then that person misses out 
on being understood and then it molds their personality to be very standoffish. And then when that person lashes out at you or treat you a certain way, it's because they couldn't communicate with you. So now all they have is their actions. And whether you like it or not, you probably put yourself in a worse situation because you've cut the lines of communication. And 90% of the problems I feel people have could be solved with communication. It's when you shut it down, a problem becomes physical. And then we're, you know, you look at people as if they're just the worst. And I don't think that's true. Um, look at go go back into time. Look at a history book. Everyone know his story is considered his story. It's a person who's explaining the facts. But have you ever watched a fight? And then listen to somebody tell you about the fight. You was there. You might not say anything, but you hear. You want to hear what they would say. And although you was there, and they probably seeing you, they still telling you something exaggerated, or they're not giving you all the information. Or you hear them telling somebody else a story, and you're like, "Come on, if you're gonna tell a story, tell the story right." And they're gonna be like, "Well, what you mean?" Same thing with these history books. And it's not realistic to believe every single thing that you read in these books just have the open mind to go this was this person's perspective of what happened during this time don't look at it as a fact just because it's written down anyone can write something down and put it somewhere and you know things can get lost in the source and you feel like oh well it's written down it must be right everything written down is not a fact It is just that person's perception of what happened at that time, the way they chose to write the story. Best thing you can do is check references. Go to different articles during that time. See if you can find other things to support what's being said in the article that you're reading. Even in certain books that talk about certain things at certain times. You'll be surprised to find out other people have written articles about it or written books about those times. And you can get more information and it'll probably make more sense of what you read in your first article, a second article, or even your third article. Just tying everything together gives you a broader sense of an understanding of what was actually happening. And you can probably see where somebody might have embellished the truth here and there or stretched a few of those little facts out or not, just because that's their, their perception. So... Definitely take time to check multiple sources. And even if you're following someone, 10 years ago, they might have said something. There was a comedian who told a joke. He didn't want to apologize. But then he said he already apologized and he's moving forward in life. And you got to let people make mistakes. You got to let people learn from their mistakes. and You got to let people grow. If you made a mistake in elementary school, no one's holding you against those mistakes as you've grown and you obviously learned from it and you're not making those mistakes now. Judging by the character that you show me today, I can appreciate your growth. I can appreciate where you've come from because I can look at your history and see where you started, where you ended up and where you are today. So give people the opportunity to to clean things up. They tell you if... Malcolm X died 10 or 15 years earlier. He'd have been considered a criminal. You wouldn't have known him to be the intellectual man that we all know today. And it's the same for a lot of other people. 
time definitely molds people to be stronger and you got to give people the opportunity to change. You got to give people the opportunity to grow. You got to give people the opportunity to communicate so you can understand them and then you can understand who they are and in how they see things. So it gives you a better perspective on yourself. Nothing wrong with listening, nothing wrong with writing things down, nothing wrong with reading and getting the most out of whatever it is you're interested in. At one time or another, they said margin was better than butter. And then you gave it some time and then they said, wait, made a mistake. Butter is better. Go back to butter. It's all about perspective. And sometimes you just got to give more time for people to do their own research. Compare. Time tells all. And there's nothing wrong with taking the time, slow it down, don't be quick to rush to make decisions, especially if it's a temporary emotion. Way too often people are making long-term decisions on temporary emotions. And even with articles and things that are said, sometimes you got to look at the audience. It's not always the person telling the story you have to pay attention to. Pay attention to the audience. If you look at a history book describing what was going on back in the day, everybody didn't know how to read. So the books that was written and things that were written down was meant for a certain class of people. And us reading it today, we look back and be like, why did they write that? That don't make sense. This don't make sense. But if you look at the audience that or their demographics of who they were writing for, then you'd go, oh, I see. Like it, certain things will add up and make sense. So don't always believe what it is you're reading is 100% the fact. Keep in mind, people have their own perspective. People see things in their own way. People might be speaking to a certain demographic where certain things just might not make sense to you. And it might make sense to others, especially if. They have their own way of doing things, conducting business, speaking to one another. You might watch two friends talk to each other like, oh, that's harsh. But that's just the way they talk. They might not have anything of ill will or malice to one another that would suggest it is indeed hostile. It's just their mannerisms and way that they choose to talk to one another. And then when they talk to you, they might sound different or they might want to talk to you the same way. It's your job to tell them how to deal with you. And if it's not something you agree with, you're more than welcome to walk away. Just let them know, listen, I don't appreciate that. It's not what I'm into. And you can keep it pushing. But definitely give people time to grow. Allow people to see things from a different perspective. Not everybody can adapt in a moment's notice. Some people require time to unlearn to relearn. Got to keep that in mind for people who you might find it hard to come across certain things a certain way. It's just human nature. I mean, pay attention to the animals in the wild. When they're born, they got to catch on quick and they got to move because they could be eaten at any moment if a predator comes. Where babies, they might not walk for the first couple of months. Animals in the wild, they got to learn the first couple of minutes of they being born. So there's definitely a learning curve to certain people. Some babies learn to read quicker than others. Some babies learn to walk quicker than others. And you, it's not up to you to gauge how quick someone should 
or should not catch on to something. But what you should do is pay attention to them and to determine how quick they do. And then you can gauge things based on that. All right. Well, it might take you a little bit longer because I'm watching how you develop and catch on to certain things. So I now know based on the way that you're moving, I got to give you a little bit more time versus somebody else who might move a little bit quicker. And you can go, oh, okay, well, you got it. All right. So I'm going to take you and we're going to figure this part out. You, I'm going to give you some more time and it's okay. Everybody has to learn at their own pace. It's not a race. It's definitely a marathon and everybody just got to keep going and going and pushing forward, regardless of the obstacles, regardless of what's going on. Don't be focused on everybody else. Focus on within. Focus on what you got to do for you. And better yourself. The more you better yourself, the better you can be for society, the better you can be for your family, the better you can be for your friends. And you put yourself in a better opportunity to have a better quality of life. Because when you can identify the things that you're okay with, you can you can recognize your pace in life. You can read certain people and understand people at a different way than you used to. What that turnaround and does for you is it gives you the opportunity to grow and to elevate because the people around you understand you, whether it's your job, whether it's school, whether it's at home with your family and friends, everyone who understands you, you seem to move a little bit better. And the more you challenge yourself, do research, look into things you might not be good at, get more resources, understand things, then talk to the people that you associate with and give them your feedback. Let them know how you see things. Give them the opportunity to digest what you said. Let them read the same materials you read. Get their perspective on things. All too often, we'll sit there and tell people, well, I don't know. How about we help them figure it out? If you come to me with a problem or you come to me with a solution, let me do some research. Let me get back to you. Let me help you figure this out. And we can get to the bottom of it. Because without you, I'm standing by myself. Without me... Who are you consulting? The next person. But no one's going to ever do it on their own. Even if you were a king, you have subjects. So although you might not have a boss, you still work for people. The higher up you are, the more people you have to satisfy. When you're not the boss, you only have a few supervisors. You work with people, but you have a supervisor. They got a supervisor and then there's a boss, so on and so forth. But that's a very short list compared to being all the way at the top. Now you're looking at all the people who's complaining, all the people who you're providing a service or goods to. That's a lot more people, which is a lot more weight, which is why they say the crown is heavy. It's not for everybody. And sometimes people think they want something without realizing what comes with it. So take the time, ask questions, get a mentor, read some books. Definitely get out there in the world. Find your way, find what's more comfortable for you. And even people tell you it's not work if you enjoy it. If you find something you're naturally good at, focus on that. Work on that. If you're not good at something, find somebody who's talented and then build your work ethic to match them. Because you got some people who do it just because they're gifted. And then you got some people who work toward it. Some people who are gifted, find them, reach out. Soak up as much knowledge as you can. Do your research. Prepare yourself for it. Train yourself for it. Get yourself more prepared and efficient at whatever it is you want to do, regardless of what it is. 
And you can be just as good as the next person because you're going to put in the time, you're going to put in the work, and you're going to put in the effort. Now, it shows based on how much time you're giving it. You can anything you focus on, you can be good at. You just have to give it that much attention. You have to take it serious and you have to make sure you're getting the proper information. So. Talk to people, get out there, understand people are different. Communicate in a manner in which they would like to be spoken to while understanding how you want to be spoken to and make sure you deliver that message. Because there's nothing out here that we can't accomplish and there's nothing that we can't do. But if we don't put forth the effort, if we don't do the research, if we don't communicate, if we don't digest and get a better understanding of things, we're going to be lost and we're going to be scratching our heads, not knowing left from right and asking the same old questions without there ever being or reaching the light at the tunnel. What's the results? If you pay attention to results, you'll understand this preparation and this action. And the more focus you give something, the better off you'll be. I don't know what better way to explain it. So get a better understanding of things. I want the best for you the way I want people to want the best for me. And together we can get this and we can knock it out and we can make it happen. So thank you for your time today. And I'll see you guys next week.